All right, everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Tulsa Tempo podcast. Special thanks to Blue Couch Studios. That's where we're all right now. So thanks for setting this up. This podcast was created to showcase local musicians and help them promote their music, their bands, that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, if you guys are, if anybody out there is interested in being on a pod, uh, being on this bo- podcast, uh, you're welcome to do your own podcast. Blue Couch Studio can help you with that. So I'm the host. My name's Jason. A little bit about me, just a lifelong music fan. Don't have much more than that. Uh, this is our first guest, the best dressed guest you could ever hope for. This is the Bad Jokes. Uh, we'll have them introduce themselves. Uh, oh. No, fuck uh, off, Jake. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Davis Simpson. I'm Hayden Robinson. I'm Jake, and I play guitar. Oh, I play bass. And we are the Bad Jokes. We are the Bad Jokes. Awesome. And Destiny's not here, folks. She's mm-hmm. sick this morning. She went hard. Our drummer. Someone had a little too much fun last night. Jake, that was you. <laughs> yeah, and me. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to hear a little bit of you guys' music later on in the show. So thank you guys again for being here. Uh, by the way, I wanted to shout out our first sponsors, Tulsa Guitar Company. They're located on 15th Street. They have an awesome Christmas special on Black Star Amp. Uh, it's the best selection of new and used guitars, amps, and pedals from names like Fender and Vox, so go check them out. Oh, yeah. All right, we got that out of the way. We uh, all use Black Star, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've heard, That's not a lie. Yeah? Yeah, I, I actually just gave... many portable ones. I just, I just gave away my dad's, or to my dad, my little tiny boutique Black Star. I love that thing. You guys are already fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Time. Yeah. So you guys played a show last night. Yeah. How'd it Bottlesville. go? It was great. It was, it was my it was birthday. His birthday yeah. It was your birthday? It was my birthday, mm-hmm. and I was pretty stoked that we had a show on my birthday. His family came out. Um, yes, we had to act real proper. Uh, no, it was good. It was good. Four hours long. Yeah. She made a cake with our picture on it. Yeah, it's so the family cool. made a cake for you. It's still out in my car. It has, yeah. I I didn't let anyone eat it because it looks so. Second cool. half of the show, we'll it has a picture of all of us on, on it. it. Okay, yeah. the cake's got to make an appearance before yeah, we. Yeah, oh, I can bring it. Okay, it's all right, all right. Car. If we get a break later on, you gotta <laughs> gotta bring the cake back. I'll bring it back in. <laughs> awesome. So you guys said you played for four hours. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not straight. I mean, we yeah, tried to take a couple straight. breaks. We learned yeah. better because he killed uh, his voice last time. I think two weeks was it last week or two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. We played at uh, Blue, Blue Bonnet, Bonnet in Oklahoma City, and we we really did go straight. And then uh, we had a gig the next day, which we also had. We had to cancel it last time. Yep. We rescheduled it to tonight, actually, at the In Crowd in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he blew his voice out, and we we had to be like, "Hey, uh, he blew his voice out. We can't perform." Yeah, <laughs> we lived and learned though. We Kind of figuring out how to pace ourselves a little better. Yeah. Take care of ourselves beforehand afterwards. Yeah, I liked it last time we or last night we did like five songs five and then six, take a break. Take a break. Whereas before, six. yeah, we would just run through fucking twelve and yeah, just kill ourselves. <laughs> That's awesome. So you guys have a much more music than it's available right now, right? You guys oh my I goodness. think I think we listen to like twenty minutes of music, but you guys you guys have enough for four hours. Hayden's got oh, more yeah. music than it's available a, for me. Like we, we, yeah, we, I have we, so many riffs. I have so we probably we, share have like, song, we, we we got this I don't know if we're supposed to just be shouting stuff out. Yeah, shout uh, it. Uh, we we use Slack, it's like a business businesses use it a lot, but we'll like uh, have our own little channels on there where we'll add our songs like every other day if we write a riff or write a song, write some words. Hayden's always sharing on there. Uh, I'm trying to keep up. Jake's writing. And, uh, yeah, we got about 10 songs right now that we are trying to perfect for to record this month. Mm-hmm. And, 15th um, and 16th of December. But we got, we, got, we got quite a bit more than that that we're, that we're trying to work out and practice live. We have about two, hour, or two albums worth of 
of material. Oh, three. I'd, I'd bet three. But, but like y'all, y'all are musicians. Maybe y'all could help us with this. We, we, we're at, we're kind of in a crossroads. Like we've recorded before about five songs on our EP, and we rec- we wrote them probably months, not even before we recorded them. And now that we've played them for months, they sound way better in my opinion. Oh yeah. And it's like. Man, we kind of I don't want to start do I don't want to do that same thing, put 1500 down mm-hmm. on a on a professional recording and then go start playing them for a few months and I mean, don't get me wrong, I really yeah. like where they're at right now. Matter of fact, I'm more confident to record these songs than I was to record the first time. But I think that comes with practice, but I don't know. Yeah, like I said though, like we're at the place now where we got these songs that do sound good. Hayden's ready to record. I, I am. want to record. I'm so ready. Yeah, but for the price, it's like should we yeah, no, I mean, and my perspective is just like uh, you could make any album better. You know what I'm saying? I could list like my top three favorite albums right I'm now. I'm 25. And you could I make be all the one of those like, better. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We need to record uh, right yeah. now before I get old and, and canceled for going bald. Hayden's 19 <laughs> years. He just turned 20 just last turned night. 20. He should be the one that's like, man, let's go tour for a year, get it, <laughs> get it isolated, and. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very, because we have so much too. So it's like if we just sit here and focus on these, it's going to be like, it's going to be so long before we get all of them out. And then by that time, we're going to have even more. We're going to have this mountain. Yeah. So I'm just like, let's just get it out and move on to the next set. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll be better than this last yeah. set. For I can't, sure. And also, fucking, I've, I mean, I appreciate the song live. You know, it's always going to evolve. It's like it's never going to be completely done, you know, especially on like, guitar end. Some of our favorite artists. Well, and bands like uh, Rolling Stones is his. Towns Van Zant is one of mine. They record. They've done stuff in the early days that they realized. I think they could do better and mm-hmm. recorded on later albums. And I listened to both of them. So. Yeah, I don't know. Though. I don't got that kind of money or sponsorship. I don't think though to be worrying about my recording it on my third album. That's not promised, <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Do you guys like the recording process? Oh, it's so yeah. It's well, fun, but it's nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's, the, it's more nervous than playing live. Well, I'm a lot more excited for this one because we went and toured the studio, and it's like a proper no-shit, like so something you'd see in the fucking movie. I've always wanted and, to be an actor, and that's what I was about to say. It's like yeah. make, it's like the difference between being in a play and being in a film. Yeah. It's like if you're in, there's magic about being in a play. You're with that audience that night. You can mess up, and they forgive you for it, and you could you could, uh, you could pull it back and, and do something special that only happens that one time with that one audience that you you share that one time then it's gone and then whatever you did to make up for those mistakes or vice versa they carry on and and build up in their minds and they can and you might have done a terrible job but you know you told a bad joke or something and and later on they forgive you for it and think that it was a pretty good show you know when it's like a movie you have the leisure of taking multiple takes but with that comes the pressure of having to get it perfect because you can it's like Okay, well, I know I could do better than that. You always could do better. I guess that's where we're walking the line right now is saying to ourselves, like, we know we can always do better, but when can we become slightly satisfied? And our EP was recorded in a bedroom. So <laughs> it's, it, I'm really looking forward to, you know, some proper shit. It was. I'm like, I'm no like super so No shame. Yeah, he did a amazing job. Did yeah. God's work with, yeah. with what we gave hands. him. Yeah, and with, and with no shame to our drummer at the time, Cannon. Uh, who was in Bartlesville and Carlos pretty much recorded the whole album without the drums. And um, what you hear on the album now is a lot of the guidance from Dakota, who was doing MIDI drums, oh, sending yeah. him to Cannon to practice. And then Cannon would come play Dakota's part. I mean, Cannon's a great drummer. He was with us last night, actually, in Bartlesville. He jumped there on stage go. and played with us. Yeah. 
Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm kind of self-conscious about the old album, but not really, because like at first I was like, it's really good, and then once you listen to it over and over again, you kind of hear all the like stuff that the person making it would only hear. But yeah. then every like producer I've talked to is like, how did you get that real vintage sound out of it? And I'm like. What? <laughs> I've always been really self-conscious of that out of that EP or uh, album, and uh, until last night, I feel like, and uh, Hayden's family was out there, and I was like trying to real in, in my head, like really trying not to dance too hard and not and like sweat and stuff, because then I realized that's when I'm breathing hard and I'll lose my voice, so I'm like trying to just kind of hold it in, and I'm focusing on my tone, and I'm like thinking how it sounds on the album versus how I'm singing right now, and I'm like. Dude, I like that it sounds shittier on the album because I want them to go hear that and be like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And then come hear a slot and be like, hey, man, he's actually, you know, not that bad of a singer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny trying to keep that Mick Jagger down. You're just like, I don't yeah. want to dance. But well, okay. there's a time and place. Like tonight, for instance, at the end crowd, I think we're we're he wants us to do for sure three songs so that he could record front row film i mean he could stop and start and whatnot i'm we're gonna go all out i'm gonna give it all i got there i mean that's five minutes i'm gonna i'll sweat i'll sweat more than i did in the hour there probably or four hours because like i said we had to like kind of pace ourselves if i did what i did two weeks ago in norman i'd be on this podcast like yeah. they'd probably be thankful because i wouldn't yeah. have a voice and they'd be, they'd be it was i love that place and, and it was a good crowd but it was kind of funny because like after you finish the number david's go like thank you and it'd just be a very polite like, <laughs> they start know. snapping yeah yeah <laughs> we're playing like rock and roll music but they're all like they're not teenagers you know what i mean yeah so it was, it was like, they older. were they were real yeah. polite they loved it but they were just so polite yeah. about it and i was like it's rock and roll okay <laughs> throw most, something most of our venues and whatnot i think like have really good crowds and they're not big by any means but they're definitely like reoccurring and very loyal uh like we've had people come yeah. out uh the, the folks from black pearl uh campgrounds with Oklahoma came out again last mm-hmm. night uh i didn't realize it till the very end and i was like i thought that big old beard looked familiar oh awesome. yeah, yeah the yeah, big yeah. old bus guys you know about the big old bus no okay they work with with Rock of Vet, is that what it's called? Rock it's like Vet. a yeah, it's a big old charity for, for veterans, Christian Hopkins and all them. And we uh, they have a bus with a strip pole on it. It's, it's they, awesome. Well, they got a bus, <laughs> and then there's a, they got a yeah they got a like a it's almost like a truck with a like yeah. a truck yeah. bed on the back of this bus. Yeah, they just cut the top of the back of the but it's weird. It's kind of hard to describe. And we showed up to this yeah. festival. It's called Rock the Equinox. Tell them what, the whole and, story. Okay, so yeah, we thought we booked it. <laughs> thought. Um, we get there like an hour and a half away, almost two hours. Then we're like, hey, we're here to play our set at like three. And they were like, huh? No one had booked us. We were not supposed to play there. And we just drove so long to get there. And then we, after being like, we were just sitting there confused. And I guess we looked like lost puppies and our feelings were hurt. So they were like, hey. Throw you a bone. (laughs) Yeah. And they, we were the first band to play on the back of this bus. And it was like almost a hundred degrees outside on the back of a full metal bus. And we only we'll played for like 20, 30 minutes. And I was just pouring Thank sweat. You, all of us were. I had a denim cape on. Well, I had a full man. denim. Oh, man. I had sewn a cape made out of denim. It on was top 110 of a degrees and then 20 degrees hotter on that iron. Yeah, the crowd was underneath truck. like tents. Like, we'll have to show <laughs> some pictures, hopefully maybe like of the crowd yeah. over this moment. Yeah, or that point, because yeah, there was like a little golf tent. And like a little tiny square that they were offset standing yeah. in. They were and all then crowded just, under a tent oh in the man. shade. It was, yeah. But that was so kind of them to come all the way down there, you know, and come watch our little uh, 
last minute planned, little yeah. turn together set. Literally last minute. It was planned about five minutes before it happened. I, was, I literally <laughs> almost passed out. <laughs> Afterwards, you and can see us all. we had another show that night. Yeah, no, yeah. we're pretty much like all basically naked by the end of it because it is so hot. They have us signing like these waivers and whatnot. And it's like, yeah. That's why I pictured uh, you guys maybe like before and after pictures where you guys were much tanner afterwards and lost oh, a little yeah. bit of weight or something. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Five pounds lighter. You see lighter. the beginning of the show and I'm like up on the pole dancing around and then at the end I'm sitting like on the ground like severely <laughs> less clothes like, Can we stop? On. I need a break. Like, I need a break. I, I need almost, some water. Like, I think uh, we finished on the last song. I thought we had like one more and I was like trying to stand up and then everyone started clapping. I was like, oh, thank God. Like I just collapsed back down. I'm going to sit right here. Yeah. Started spraying us down. With yeah, the they sprayed us down. Yeah, that one girl, Shan- she was getting a little too into Shan- spraying us down. Shane Bowens, when you got a stripper pole, that spray <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how that's how Shane Bowens or she's with the rock rock uh, rock big old bus. Yeah, big old bus, Oklahoma. Yeah, they do Oklahoma stuff. So did you hang upside down on the stripper pole? I heard, that dude, you- it was actually hot as fuck. Like the <laughs> yeah, pole scolding. itself. Yeah. I uh, I started to get up on there, and my feet were soaking wet because the sweat was dripping <laughs> off, and so I almost slipped. So I really had to grab it with my arm and like almost burnt my shit myself. I had to jump back. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about last night the fine line between like talent, luck, shenanigans, and like niches that make you stick out differently, that make you stick in people's mind. And I don't know. Me and Hayden kind of came to sort of a bit oh, of agreement. Twenty yeah. percent like, talent. 30% shenanigans and about 50% luck. Yeah. That's, about <laughs> that's the formula? I think we so. Think. Unfortunately. <laughs> we're not sure, but we, we're shooting I think, for I think, it. I think, we, wait, I think that's like what, that's what's working right now. Or at least that's what you hear on the radio, but we don't like necessarily what all is on the radio. So, I mean, we're trying to start to pull back our niche shenanigans, you know what I mean? And no, focus not. on no, the, well, we can't help it. We got goofy ass <laughs> Hayden in the band. Yeah. No. Speaking of getting winded, yeah, Hayden will fucking. Hayden's oh, he'll, Hayden's he'll, an he'll, animal, he'll man. Get, he'll get on his uh, his knees or sit down. He was in the summer heat with a full yeah. crocodile. But didn't you do it initially on. because full onesie. you you were oh, being yeah. tired? Okay, so yeah, no, no, no. Initially, how the laying down. If you've seen our live shows, I like to lay down. Um, Nap time. It I originally it. started it. as a, so many people <laughs> don't like it. But my mom so many people it. She thinks he's protesting my profane lyrics. Which that is how it originally. That is how it originally started. Was me and Cannon. Our old drummer were practicing right before our show, and he was like, and I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about this song, Be Scared Now, it's on our album. And I was like, I don't know if we should do this live. It's kind of hard to do live just because of the timings and whatnot. Yeah. And then Cannon was like, well, what if you just laid down the whole time just because you didn't want to do it? And I was like, what if I did? And he's like, I bet you won't. And I was like, and I did. And then ever since then, because people were like, woo. I didn't think it was going to work or go over well, but people really liked it. And then you start throwing a little bit of you start humping? pavicular gesticulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You start humping it. And they really liked that. They loved it. Hayden's the only reason I think that I'm as comfortable. Well, he keeps me humble for sure. But uh, he does very much encourage us to sell our sexuality. He's on a mission to become a sex icon for the huskier gentlemen of mm-hmm. the land. Yeah. But yes. I keep telling him that this is baby fat and Jake needs to shut up because he's going to kick his ass one day <laughs> when he shakes that off. No, that uh, thing's not going anywhere. This ain't baby fat. This is man fat. Tune in, folks. <laughs> Two years from now. So you guys have already talked about humping, uh, stripper poles. Oh, God. All right. Five minutes in. <laughs> so before, before everybody arrived, <clears throat> Hayden was telling me a story uh, it's about you guys' performance on, on Thanksgiving, that KTUL. Oh, gosh. And, and I was asking him about uh, 
you know, were you guys playing live? Like, was it taped ahead of time? Like, I, I didn't really know if it was on Thanksgiving morning. And anyway, so I want to unpack that a little bit. But he was saying something about, like, we're asking, how'd you, how'd you book that gig? How'd you get on? And he said something about, what was the story? Sending in a photo. Emailed him. Yeah, what, just emailed him some pictures. I'm like, no, yeah, it was fun. Like, <laughs> well, you were, Davis was upside, upside down. Upside will do it. Yeah, no. And almost everyone we book, too, they'll look at our Instagram and they'll be like, yeah, no, I saw that picture of Dave hanging. I pinned it now because everyone commented on it. And we're like, hey, yeah, I saw hang, that picture we, of him hanging upside down. That would be a good show. <laughs> or Good Morning, Oklahoma, or whatever. Dave was just, um, they just wanted me to hang upside down. The girl last night wanted me to hang upside. The owner of the bar, <laughs> she, was like, um, she was like, she was like, thought going to come up and scold us. She was like, uh, I really want uh, I really like that picture you hanging upside down. I want to see you hang upside down. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll have to I'll have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to scope it out in there. She's like, there're 20 foot ceilings in there <laughs> with uh, red iron um, uh, scaffolding throughout the top. You could definitely hang off that. She said, if you're gonna climb up there, don't climb up the hydrant or the water spouts or whatever. I was like. Damn, bro, she really wants me to try to get it. And they were like, they're like rusted and like tiny, yeah. like itty bitty, and way taller than probably twenty feet, dude. I'm <laughs> trying to kill him. <laughs> People just meet you. They're like, okay, you're the tallest guy I've ever seen in my life. Can you hang upside down? <laughs> yeah, I started trying to climb this little like half wall that was gonna try to project me up onto there. And then I look over and it's just the open kitchen with all the workers and, and crew in there. I was like, man, these people don't need this shit right now. I just need to. Yeah. I mean, I probably would have gone on. Jake, 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 Jake keeps me humble like that too. Tell me, to get my ass down from there every now and then. I do too. I'll just wake up in a bad mood and I'll be like, "Yeah, fuck you, Dave." You know what? Honestly, I'll let them take out. That's what I'm here for. I'm strictly a vessel like three for people to uh, project their emotions and and okay. and feelings and, okay. and words and fists, and for Hayden to project his sexuality onto you. Yes. Yeah. Dave, Dave projects it onto me more than anything. He has a thing don't for me. Don't tell him that. Tell anyone. <laughs> My girlfriend's sitting right over here. Yeah, cut, you're give cut me that. <laughs> yeah. Me and Hayden don't do that. Get your hand off my thigh. Get your hand. All right, well, uh, Jacob, I'll ask you this question because, uh, I mean, you haven't said much. I mean, I'm just kidding. You've been talking the whole time, so I just want to sure. bring you back into it. All right. He's waking so, up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Hayden was giving me the formula earlier, and you said, what, 50% of it is, uh, luck. is luck, right? Yeah. <laughs> Some somebody somewhere, some smart person said something like, uh, "You know, it's it's showing up, showing up is the first 20, step, or yeah. something, well, something like Allen that." Said that yeah. So what is it? What's that quote? Uh, fuck, show, getting showing up is fifty percent of life. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys, so you guys are are working on it, right? I mean, like you're here. You yeah, guys yeah. were on KTUL, like we were talking about. So it seems like if you keep showing up, that's part yeah. of that luck, for, part of the formula, yeah. right? Better chances if you keep going. Yeah. Shout out Emily Spivy, by the way, KTUL. Oh, yeah. Thank you, KTUL. All right, so let's talk about that. Tell so me about the KTUL. The, how, well, how did it happen? Well, specifically on Emily Spivy and the people at, at KTUL, they're going, through, they're going through a hard time over there, but they're really laying their necks on the line and their jobs right now to, to do just like what Brandon's doing and making a way for uh, artists and people like them to uh, get seen, get out. And, and really, like you said, the, the showing up is half the battle, but then like holding it down and maintaining a relationship with these people is... I feel like just as important, uh, most every single show we've got, most every single opportunity that's been presented to us has been because of the people we've met along the way and kept in communication with and then saw again at another another time. And, like, I mean, I think that's absolutely everything. Yeah. And then also, you know, fucking, uh, I mean, out of, the, out of all the people that we message about gigs, like, through social media, what percentage do you think... Uh, 
even respond back. 25% yeah. maybe. Yeah. We just message everyone, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's a numbers game. Throw, throw really a big is. net, right? It's just, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, yeah, big yeah. net. Someone, at least someone is going to respond. Right. And be yeah. Like, yeah, y'all can play here. That looked cool. I just want to take a moment and say that uh, producer Brandon had his first shout out. Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this guy's cool as shit. We've done a couple of interviews, actually. Um, just a couple. And, like, he's been the most on top of, on the ball, like, following up, text and call person like, like, like that we that we've ever dealt with he's you're, you're the real deal man you can you can see the passion when he talks to you so yeah. i encourage other musicians i'm gonna shout him out man but <laughs> off the vision shelter in place still knock y'all call this man get up on here and let's get this ball rolling this is cool as hell producer brandon's phone is ringing now it's <laughs> <laughs> a good shout out all right so back to the ktl thing uh, you guys so uh so tell me more about it you guys what you woke up at what, 5 a.m or something start Six. with the turkey <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he put the turkey like in, six. went and played. No, no, no. We got there. Didn't sleep the night before. Melatonin. But yeah, no. He we got there at like six thirty or something, seven, and then there was a big old turkey, huge turkey, just wild, like walking tall, around. Yeah. Oh, a live turkey? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like video met your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he was just strolling around, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, hey, look at that turkey over there. He's like, Dave, come on, we gotta go inside. So I'm messing around, I'm like, no, look at this turkey. He's like, what are you talking? Oh, my God, there's a turkey. I've never like, seen a turkey, just a live one, just walking around. Yeah. I only saw him, like, without the feathers and, like, yeah, in stores. Quite, quite and on your plate. It was a majestic bird. Yeah, I can see why Ben Franklin wanted to make it. They're huge. The national bird. <laughs> that guy, yeah, we said that. But it makes sense, dude. It's, it's bigger than an eagle. Mm-hmm. Me and Tabby got into an argument. She was like, eagles are bigger. I was like, wingspan? <laughs> yeah, they are. But that bird is a lot taller. It's bigger. Yeah. All right, so you guys got there. They, did they cook the turkey for you? No, no but they should have because <laughs> it was really cool. We got in there, and uh, there's this dope set for us to play on. And then facing across from us, there's three big old cameras and then a fake – well, it's a real kitchen, I guess, <laughs> but they shoot on there. Like, you know, on Good Day Tulsa when they have, like, their food on there and their wine on there. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they uh, didn't have no wine on there that day, but uh, mm-hmm. they talked about it. Anyways, hopefully next time, Emily, Spivy, we could have the wine person on there before us. And bring them on Brandon's show, too, when next time we're on. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. We need a wine sponsor. Yeah, so yeah, they had that kitchen in there. They could have cooked that turkey. But um, what's his name? Kyle and, um, oh, God. What's the other gentleman that was working there with us, with the scruff? Mm, the guy with the scruff. I'm gonna ins- yeah, we'll insert his name right here when I remember. <laughs> but dude, no, they're 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 cool as all get out. We I was honestly real nervous going in there, and I didn't think like uh, I would be because like I said, I always wanted to be an actor, and that's the thing with like film is if we go in there and mess it up, or I do cuss, they're probably not gonna. I mean, they're on a time crunch, but there's enough time I think that they could doctor it a little bit, maybe hopefully. But anyways, they were really cool and down to earth in there, and they brought they like really made us feel comfortable and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing they had water, cool. the whole thing of water. They had a uh, coffee. They did, yeah. They they provided for us. For sure. Hey, Brent, they got cookies in here. <laughs> was that your uh, earliest show? Or, like, did you guys stay up uh, all night? Did you? Uh, did uh, I did. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> all right, Jacob. Jacob's keeping it real. You stayed yeah. all the. You stayed up all through the night. Oh yeah, yeah. I just uh, I wanted to because I'm not a morning person at all. Same. And so if you don't go to sleep, you know. He's also got you this like. Uh, idealization with uh, Keith Richards and thinks that like if he could try to stay up as long as he can before a show that 
he can lose as much. No, <laughs> actually, Keith Richards would take a nap right before. Maybe so. he says like <laughs> when your body starts consuming its own muscle, he thinks it like helps you focus. He read that in like a Matthew McConaughey book or something. I don't know what he's talking about, but <laughs> yeah, he's uh, a big reader. They, I, I'm pretty. I woke or I got to your house, and yeah, you were still shirtless, mm-hmm. and uh, fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm glad that's what you early. That was definitely. I hope he never has to play that early again. What do you mean? Where? At the, the early. Like the the in the morning. It was not that early. It was, it was cold. It early. was 37 it's degrees. So I was worried about. Yeah, I was gonna get up there and sound like a turkey. What time did you guys start playing that day? Nine. Nine, nine o'clock. Yeah. Nine but we got there at like. That's why I messed up too. So when y'all go on KTUL and you hit up Emily Spivy. Don't tell your family that you're going to be on there at 8 o'clock because you're going to show up at 8 o'clock and probably play about like <laughs> yeah. 9.30. Yeah, there's several people that you know, they had us got play up early to watch that. At, we played one song at 9, and then they did a little bit, and we kind of just waited in that room for like 20 minutes, and then we played our next song. And then we waited for like five minutes, and we played our next one. So, yeah, they definitely split it up. They let us walk around the whole place. Yeah. And the whole sets and whatnot, it's all, oh, like, yeah. it's all like 60s, I think, 60s and 70s themed and whatnot. Yeah. Well, because it was looked... built in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, it, was, it was definitely, they modeled it. My grandpa it. did the carpet in there. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Wow. He said the story of this guy, he was doing the carpet in there, and um, <laughs> uh, he was working with his whole crew, and this reporter comes on with his nice three-piece suit, and he comes running on because they thought he was late for his set, and he jumps up onto this set piece, and the the glue that they put down for the carpet is real liquidy before it dries. And so this was like some shag carpet, and he slipped and bit it and pulled that rug up and had glue all down the back of his suit. He said he had to, like, slowly roll off of that big old, like, because it's their big movable, like, uh, desk that they roll in for their, you know, like, sports cast or whatever. And, yeah, he said he said he was trying to be nice and felt bad for him, but he could not help but just laugh because it was the funniest thing. <laughs> That's sad, though. Shout out to Grandpa. Yeah. Set. Larry. Larry Davis, actually. That's where I got my name. My mom's maiden name. Shout awesome. out my mom. <laughs> Shout out mom. Shout out Grandpa. So how did this set go? Uh, how, how did you guys like that one? I thought it was, it was awesome. Good. We had to be family friendly. That was a hard one for us because we. Uh, they said you can have two to three songs. And I was like, well, we, got two we to have three two songs. to three family friendly songs. So that'll work out perfectly. So now we had to censor one of that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I surprisingly was proud of myself. I because I, I, usually I, I I am an advocate for you know pulling like a Jim Morrison or something talking about Israel Palestine, which I won't do on y'all's first episode. <laughs> but um, get real political early to, in the morning but, on Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> it was uh, honestly less stressful than a show because like it was like three people and like there's no crowd or anything. Well, the deal, is, yeah, the deal is there's are all like real artists in there. Like it's it, it's it's uh Emily and Kyle and god dang, I can't forget the other guys name Gage or something. But uh they like all know they've all been doing this like their whole lives. They're all I'm sure they were all like probably in theater and stuff, but she's got her own cameras, directed, produced and stuff. And like there's no like management it felt like you know like a boss in there or someone like yeah. doing this number what it felt like and what honestly she told me and I'm, I'll, I'll say on here because it needs to be like exposed to people who appreciate people is like um they're all about to lose their like that they're about to shut yeah. ktl down right? yeah. there's not gonna be Moving no more OKC. good day tulsa they're about to shut it down uh emily says she is still is probably fortunate enough to have her job however for her it's not it's not worth it as 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 gifted as she is and with the amount of resources. She's got two 4K cameras. 
Like KT, like Good Day Tulsa, I don't know, or, 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 or Cox Media Group, I don't, they, like, they should be paying her for, for that. Like, that, that, that costs a lot, that, that's a lot of money, let alone the talent it takes to know how to run one. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If anyone out there sees this and knows, yeah, of, of how we can keep the ball rolling uh, for, for those people down at KTUL or, hell, Let's band together, get those 4K cameras, and and, ta- and take over this, the, 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 that 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 deal. Let Brandon direct it with her, man. Let's go. All right, hey, we'll get them in touch. Yeah, and we'll also insert that name. Uh, every time you say it, we'll insert the name back in. Yeah, so. thank you. <laughs> we'll he was really in. cool, man. I can't forget. I can't. Really, he was the first one I got his name to. I can't forget. I forgot his name. <laughs> That's awesome. So you guys said that there wasn't like an audience or anything. How how was it playing in front of no audience? Like, well, we've done it before, to be honest. You know, what I mean? oh, yeah. you, show up, yeah. you show up to some bars sometimes on like a Thursday. Not there's a chance some, no one's gonna be there. You know what I mean? Especially I don't know, like, though, because like the thing was, it was live, and I did have probably way more people I knew tuning in to watch that live uh, than I did ever say they're all coming to come to our concert at one time. Mm-hmm. And so, like for me, stakes were pretty high. Like I was kind of trying to be. I call it a diva because I try to I try to be like cool, but I don't. I think there's a difference between like taking care of yourself. You know, I woke up in the morning, I try to get my voice warm, like breathing in the hot water, doing warm ups. Like I remember my choir teacher, Miss Coleman, in high school saying like, you know, put a scarf on as like as little as that does is better than you know nothing. I had the air conditioning in the car going on my feet, not straight into my mouth. You know, trying all that stuff just to because I mean. There's people like Keith Richards who are fortunate enough to be able to try to kill themselves and still make beautiful sounds simultaneously. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Hayden will tell you, I do much better on a good night's rest. And um, uh, I don't know. I think it's really uh, misleading and kind of a myth to to assume that, like, we're here because we found some cool outfits at Goodwill <laughs> or at a, at a thrift store in Fayetteville. Like... Um, we put it. We do put it in a lot of work. We've only known each other for a year, and I'm not. This, in five I, days, it'll be a year. Wow. Met uh, them in a year. Yeah, yeah. And we. I guess this is what you call a humble brag, but like, my, my girlfriend's probably like, just as sick of like how much work we 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 put in. She's like, I mean, she comes with us, and and she's over there, and she she does photography for us and stuff. Half the photos y'all see on there, that's her work. But uh, shout out Tabby, um, uh, but. Uh, uh, anyways, no, yeah, like I, I, we work all day long, all of us, and then we go try to get together as much, as much as we can every single night. And we know a bunch of other people around here that are doing the same thing. And I, I'm, I got the way Brandon was keeping in touch with me. I'm sure like he didn't just wake up this morning and decide to throw this thing together. You know, like this was all week endeavor, spending time uh, building up and, st- and stuff. So, I mean, I, we appreciate you having us on here to, to 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 do that. I guess I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is. For those kids out there and whatnot who want to do this and stuff, yeah, don't. It's it's, it's not about getting drunk and, and losing your losing your nerves. It's about facing those nerves straight on, sober, and and then maybe when you get drunk later that night, you could do something that you never knew you could when no one's watching. But you're gonna embarrass yourself nine times out of ten. Yeah, it's, it's not all the party. It's yeah, showing up and stuff. Yeah. There was a little bit of wine back there in that uh, KTUL yeah, shop. It was. it was back in the shop. Did you get some nine AM wine? No, I no, didn't, man. I, I should have because I love red wine. But I told myself, like, dude, that would that's gonna dry it up. And and I'm bad about like superstition and stuff. Even though I know it's not real, anything I could just like tell myself helps. So like, 
if I knew if I messed up or my voice cracked or something, I would spend the rest of the day being like, it's because you took that drink of that wine, man. Nothing else. Not because, you know, you didn't practice or anything else, which if that was the case, then I could have gone on and practiced, not just blame it on the alcohol. So so you guys were talking about playing at venues with not a lot of attendance or whatever. And then right after that, Davis, you were talking about that there were so many more people watching. So how was that like playing in front of no no crowd, but knowing everyone was watching? We're okay. It was one of the only times I could see myself the yeah, whole time, and usually I look that. pretty ridiculous. So seeing that, it was like, oh man, I I do look kind of ridiculous. But you look great. My whole family I mean. was talking about. They, everyone, I just love the facial expressions your bassist makes, and he's dancing. So well, hard. yeah, okay. As a bass player, I hate bass players who Big just stand man. there and play the bass. Like some of my favorite bass players, like John Entwistle from the Who. Love his bass playing. I would murder myself before I sat there and watched him play live because he just, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, I would much rather jump around and mess up my part. If you want to listen to it perfectly, go listen to it on the recording, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm here to have fun and entertain people, but that's at least my philosophy. On yeah, that's great. Jacob, did you have a good time that day? Yeah, I had a pretty <laughs> good time. It was kind of, it was kind of weird because uh, our second drummer... Uh, was my cousin and so after that we had to go to my family's thanksgiving and everything and uh fucking uh yeah and he was uh he was like so uh how's the band going and i was like oh yeah we just played on tv this morning uh we got all these shows lined up and he was like you could tell that he was kind of like oh fuck i shouldn't have quit because he was kind of like uh oh okay uh cool uh shout out to cole ashlock yeah shout out cole. don't quit motherfucker <laughs> your ass and then you quit. That's what fucking happened. Yeah, it was it was fucking awesome, and it was like zero stress, and sounds pretty great. Uh, with the slide guitar, especially when it, on when we did gone stale at the end, I might, I, it sounded a little too thin that Fender or that Tele, as much as I love it. But that might have just been uh, how it sounded, you know, not in the room, but. Yeah, and then we did that, and then I promptly passed the fuck out. Afterwards. <laughs> I was gonna say not sleeping at night uh, plus wine. Uh, oh yeah, must have yeah. been. Did you did you make it to Turkey? Did the turkey put you to sleep? Um, yeah, yeah, and then I took like a, a hundred milligram gummy, uh, and yeah, that knocked my ass out <laughs> real quick. Right there, you go. <laughs> Got to hibernate. He'll hibernate. He'll go to. He'll hibernate for like two or three days. We're like, we can't get a hold of him. We're like, thank God. I guess he timed this out right to where, <laughs> you know, we don't really. I guess have to have his ass but i will drive up i'll roll up on him all the time he pulls outside of his garage he has to leave it open so he can smoke well, yeah. dave has this great thing he does i love it by the way um where he just shows up yeah, you know man. what i mean I'm, like you I just hate- lay in there like just just got off work kind of stoned watching <laughs> cartoons and then there's there's dave what's up guys got his guitar out and i'm like oh fuck i gotta do this today i gotta do this today i love him, mad but- <laughs> But I, I, when I was a little kid, we all go outside. I'll go run over to my friend's house, knock on their door, you know, and be like, can so-and-so play? No. You got to walk <laughs> all the way back no. on him and then go over there later <laughs> when they can. And so, like, I don't know. I like that shit. I and if I don't got nothing better to do, and then it sets me up for greatness because if I get there and he can play, then I'm like, yes, you know what I mean? I, that reward system or whatever. Yeah. 
I've never told him no. I should think about that. I should, just, I should wait true. for him to it's drive like, all the way out there and get to my door and then be like, not today, right. Dave. Not today. That's how today started. We were all just doing our own thing. We're hanging out in the garage. Davis shows up, starts, so, hey, we need to do a podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it started. He just shows up and we, we, all, that's all, we all had to just do this after that. Hayden pulled the sheets out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, well... Um, I'm wondering if this might be a good time for a break. Well, can we ask you some questions before we do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, I sure, had a great sure. question for oh, you. Oh, man. Oh. I learned about you a little bit. You did? Don't uh, touch the microphone. Briefly, don't touch the microphone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Power no. I'm nervous. <laughs> what do you I'm teach? Aren't you I'm a teacher? Deep, deep eye contact right now. Yeah, Hayden you, doesn't you realize. Know? He, he likes told you social were a cues. We're trying to teach him stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I do uh, adjunct teaching, so part-time at uh, Tulsa Community College. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Which cool. one? Uh, so, uh, teaching in person at the Southeast campus. That's uh, where you, that's we all went there. All mm-hmm. of you? A lot, I went there for music for a year. Did yeah. you? Actually, that's where me and Hayden kind of first I, met, but like, I, not I, really. I didn't talk to him. He was in, we were both actually in a little music circle and neither one of us showed up consistently and we managed to miss each other on every one of them. And then I saw him performing with them and everyone else looked normal. And <laughs> then there was just Dave sitting there and I was like, Wow, that guy looks kind of cool. And then I was jamming with the Cole, his cousin. We were we were really good friends. We were trying to make a band. And then he was like, "Hey, do you want to come meet my cousin and his friend?" And I was like, "Sure." And I show up, and they are not in a normal mind state. Dave is in leggings, like tight women's leggings, and a cheetah like fur coat, very cheap one too. You could tell. And then there's Jake. I don't even know what Jake was wearing. It didn't stick out as much as Dave. But I just remember yeah, the mustache it. is what <laughs> stuck out. Yeah. And then we made My Defendant on our, yeah, on our album. Same thing. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah. it was you. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the next day. It was that I remember day the like next day. exchanging zero pleasantries with you. And straight to rocking. Just went straight into <laughs> right. it. And, and Didn't introduce ourselves at all. Just he started playing bass guitar. He was like, yeah. I like yeah. the grandma car. I was like, fuck you talking about, Mo? I just met you, son. Like, who's this kid telling me I got my grandma's car? I know I bought it from my grandma. But <laughs> I mean, like, you're accurate. She gave me a great deal yeah. on it. And he was like, uh, no, dude, I got the same exact car. And he had the same exact car. Okay, but back to you. What? So what do you teach? Oh, no. <laughs> so hang on. I, I will answer your question, but I have another question first. Uh, um, Isaiah is saying, stop. So... Do we need to stop immediately? Okay, we we can resume. I was I was trying to do the math in my head of of how much long longer. Or just no. I wrote the slow part. You guys are fine the with the intro. Yeah, okay. sure. Okay, so when so when we come back, like he he. All right, we're back. So. Oh. I'm on the spot again. <laughs> all right. So, what do you teach? I heard you were a teacher. Yeah, so you found my secret. Yes, <laughs> I was told it wasn't very secretive. Oh, <laughs> it was like yeah. one of the first things I no, was told. So when I, I walked yeah, in. I teach uh, po- political science. Uh, it's a, a American federal government. I have a BS in political science. Do you really? Yeah. So, so I don't think I've had any students. Th- th- I mean, because it's one of those gen ed classes you yeah. have to take, right? Like you can't leave TCC unless you take that class. Yeah. So, I mean, ninety nine percent of the students in there don't don't care about oh, yeah. at all what I'm talking about. It's just, you know, it's just a check mark. Yeah. But you got your degree in it? Yeah, at OSU. I started out uh, at TCC, and then I, uh, yeah, I got my bachelor's from OSU. What made you choose political science? Oh, I'm a very political person. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's pretty much music and politics is pretty much. Normal. Well, see, Jacob, we're kindred spirits. Yeah. <laughs> <Pure side. laughs> 
Yeah. He actually taught yeah. Teach for America for a while. Yeah, I taught high Did school you? for Teach for America. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did they send you out of state? No, they sent me to uh, McLean High School okay. in North Tulsa. Yeah. Um, which, uh, well, we're all, this whole country is going to hell for allowing that place to, and that whole community to suffer like they do. But yeah, very under, very impoverished school. I'm Fuck you, Ryan Walters. This one, uh, <laughs> this one article ranked it like the sixth worst high school in uh, the state, or in the country. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, I love, or I mean, I love the kids. School is a shithole. But so we're getting really poly charged now, guys. It's getting real yeah. political. My heart's hard pounding. I'm sorry. This I'm is where I drop that. out. That's, <laughs> this is when Jacob and I start our own podcast. And we just get yeah. really into political science stuff that no Jake's one else getting, cares about. Getting people worked up and organized. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Hayden, did, you, did I answer your question sufficiently? Yes. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for for turning the tables on me. Uh, I didn't appreciate it, but <laughs> but I'm happy to talk. It's happy gonna to talk. happen again. Well, hey, so uh, so I told so when we kicked this off, we talked about our sponsor, Tulsa Guitar Company, and uh, they actually have a surprise for you guys. And so, Davis, if you don't mind, there's a little box uh, kind of by your foot over there. Um, if you could grab that. Yeah, yeah, that one. Does. They're saying that's the one. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I should have been a better descriptor. It says Black Star on it. Hell yeah. You guys want to open that up? Let's unpack it. See yeah, what you guys got. It. You got your knife on me? I don't. Just carry a knife on Somebody pulls out a machete. He's just raw dogging it. Get in there, Dave. Yeah. 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 Smack it around a little bit. Call it some names. <laughs> you gotta talk sweet to her. Davis is being a gentleman. Huh. Tearing her up, Dave. You're ter- Don't steal that power cord, Jake. No, actually, <laughs> you stole my extra one. So. Little do they know, I have all of them in the middle of my car. Okay, wait. <laughs> You've never seen my closet. And also, this is my amp. It's all so. cords. I have this, so many yeah. spare power cords because they always sound forget. real them. good with the harmonica no, that's, that's my guitar. <laughs> oh, what do you think, folks? That's my And that was decided do you want before Jake you even arrived. Do you play out of his mat, out of his big old stack? Oh, or this do you is think Davis could really hone in his harmonica tone with this? Big ass black star. I've never seen one like this. This is dope. Let me see. Uh oh. Jacob wants it, you guys. Oh, it's mine. (laughs) You can look at the box. Why don't you read the folks? Wait, is this a part? So tell us a little bit about this, Jacob, because I I am not a guitar guy. What are we looking at here? I'm fucking, I'm about to learn. (laughs) Okay, all right. Let's let's get into it. uh, Let's get deep. Thanks again, Tulsa Guitar Company. Oh my yes. God, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so fucking much. That's crazy. This we were just talking awesome. about. We, we actually, I love Black Star. We all it's, play out of Black Stars. Like uh, I had a, I have a big old speaker, and Jake brought his little Black Star over one day, and he was blowing me out of the water, like at the level that we play in the house, you know. And I was like, Jesus Christ! So I had to go and buy one. They just came out with brand new ones, and they came out with a little bass one. I want to get, I want to get one of their ba- their wireless ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. So is this similar to the one that you've got? No, this is like the one I had on steroids. That this is, is the good dope. one? Yeah. I mean, he has like you can fit like out. four of the ones he's got in there. Oh, it's literally little? It, yeah. It's, but it you sounds You like great. carry around with you wireless. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it put out a tremendous amount of sound. And then Dave, they came out with a, a newer model that Dave has, which looks cooler. It also does something that the other one didn't. Bluetooth. Really you can play oh, the Bluetooth, your phone yeah. on there. 
Yeah, and then uh, that bass one. I want the bass one. Yeah, we'll have to get it for his birthday. Yeah, but this is this is gonna be so perfect because uh, I don't. All I have is my giant ass stack now, and uh, and sometimes I just leave it in my car because I hate having to fucking mm -hmm. put it and take it out. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna sound so good in that amp, man. <laughs> so, so maybe what we'll have to do then is maybe we'll find a way to plug your guitar in there, yes. see how that sounds. Yeah. Find a way to get a mic on that harmonica, see how that sounds, and then that's who gets the amp. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. no, Jacob said he's Jacob says no <laughs> way, no way. It's mine. I'm down. Let's throw it down. I like this little. Let's do it. Let's do a little Black Star throwdown. Huh? A little battle. No, I'm not. Uh, He's like, I'll I'm battle you, for, but it's mine. I'm not the, yeah. <laughs> you see, you don't want to put it on the line. He's hiding it. Keep it on the table. So, folks. Oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Put it back there so you don't cover up Jason. Davis, what did I say about telling me what to do? <laughs> I think Jacob said he didn't particularly like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll keep doing it because every now and then he'll, he'll now hopefully he's a fan. think about listening. <laughs> Maybe he'll wake up in the middle of no. the night and think, no. you know what? Davis did say be. Good person today. I'm gonna be. He is a great person. He's my best friend. Who me? Check yeah, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> so you guys are. You guys maybe maybe the amp. There's a black star, right? Is it maybe yeah. the black star, black star caused a little divide for a second, but then it brought you back together, right? It's the power of. There's fire. still oh, no. so I much tension in the air. It's, it's unreal. Now. It's unreal. Yeah, I think powerful. about it and put the sunglasses on. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, maybe now, you know, we've uh, it's been great getting to know you guys so far. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot. It's uh, we haven't heard any music. So how about this? Uh, uh, Producer Brandon, can we can we play what song you guys tell us? What song do you want us to listen to? Texas Hold'em. It's going to be on our new album coming out hopefully late December, early January. OK, so this is uh, you guys are hearing it here first. Or maybe not here first, but before you can buy it, right? Before, before. You're going to hear it here first. Okay. Yeah. We're hearing it here first, guys. Second. Second. Well, Second. You, okay. saw <laughs> it, you saw it on TV. But we talked about KTUL, right? Is, is this going to be the KTUL performance? Are we going to yes, cut away to I that? I think we're going to yeah. try to get the audio from that KTUL. Okay, so let's, let's listen in uh, to the performance on KTUL. We're listening to Texas Hold'em. All right, guys. Here we go. Fire it up. Here they are again with Texas Hold'em. Here they are again. Graham, here they are again with Texas Hold'em. Seven's lucky 
in the promised land's free. Well, that's how old my girls were when you took them from me. Well, he's got two hands full house of all that I had. My woman's is one mine. My kids call him dad Oh, he ain't got no heart But he's got my queen If there's a club of bad jokes He'd be the king Well, I ain't got time So I got this yeah, spade. I'm gonna hold him down in Texas, hold him down in his grave. Oh, my queen was a princess, so young and confused. You offered your diamonds, you offered your jewels. Well, my babies were hungry And I was alone Well, I never, ever gamble Never ramble If you bring my babies home Oh, wait If come in, I'll jack down It's all like the sun That ain't no way Stop my sleep That's a cold 45 gun Bank your house, steal the stuff, the house always wins. Now come meet your makeup, come meet your killing my mind. A new life begins. Whoa. He ain't got no heart, but he's got my queen. No way, no. Not in fact, no, he ain't got a thing. Okay, we're back. You guys just heard Texas Hold'em. From the bad jokes, it's pretty that cool was song. amazing, you guys. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm glad <laughs> you liked it. It was so good. That I'm, one part, you really liked that one part. I did. <laughs> will, you, will you remind me? Because oh, because <laughs> I, I it's lost, goes fast that I lost I track of time and space. I had an out of body experience, and You're I don't. Kind. I don't know what You're I was doing. Kind. Which part? What was I doing? What what part were we talking about? Well, I like that specific that one. Well, that intro. It starts real slow with that bass. You don't yes, know what's I about to happen. It's like a hypnotic. You and know, then there's almost like so melodic. There's yeah. almost like a woman's voice coming in soft and, and beautiful. It's my voice, actually. It's not a. <laughs> it's not. A it woman. wasn't a woman. It's not a all. woman's voice. It was beautiful, though. Thank you. Yeah, like, like that. yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and then Jake starts tearing it up, and and Destiny comes in, and it's a good little Texas waltz until we decide to spice it up and yeah. throw it into a. I think it well. It stays the same time. We just go double and go a little go faster. A little faster, yeah. And we and I try to make it a little punk, try to mm -hmm. make it a little. I love me some heavy songs. Heavy. I, I uh, it's real hard for me to write. Just I wrote the uh, the slow part to it, and then Jake came on with the fast part. And I was like, good here because uh, yeah. It's oh, because nice I used to, I bitched incessantly because yeah. I thought this is just going on and on and on, and I was like, <laughs> what it needs is <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but I love fast parts and and slower songs. It's real hard to play a slow song for me. I get too uh, bored. 
Yeah. We don't have many. We need more. We do need more slow songs. So, Jacob, yeah. when you were talking about you were insisting, were you insisting for that performance or whenever you guys were conceptualizing the song? Making the song. Making, Making the, song. the song, yeah. Like, from the earliest stages of it, uh, it uh, that song, more than probably any other thing in our uh, catalog, has grown on me. And to go from just fucking hating it, not enjoying it. It's grown probably the but. most out of anything. Because it started off, Hayden was playing this, like, um, Mencia Marcone, is that his name? Mencia, the guy from like uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. It was like some like, far guy. out spaghetti western <laughs> yeah. baseline. I was like, oh, that'd be cool to do like a little like text. Oh, voice. yeah, the original. I, well, yeah, it's, we, <laughs> I was like playing like some punk rock oh, yeah. song. Hayden's yeah. back, folks. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, no, 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 hold on. I was, I was playing some like fast <laughs> punk rock song that could, uh, it could almost be metal. And then Dave is like, oh, I've got an idea for this. And then we sit there for maybe an hour, and he's just not talking to anyone. And then he comes out with this guitar, and he plays the just slowest just country song. I'm like, Dave, how in the fuck did you just listen to what I played you and come up with that? <laughs> but now it's Texas Hold'em. It was really Western, and I really like Towns Van Zant from Texas. He has a song, Mud, Mr. Mud and Mr. Gold. It's really complex lyrically. It's about gambling and stuff. And I was like, I want to see if I could try to do a, my own song that's complex and about gambling and lyrically. <laughs> And, uh, you know, because I feel like there's a difference between trying to copy someone and trying to challenge it, you know what I yeah. mean? I feel like if he was alive right now, he'd be trying to do some stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, Jacob, you, they were talking about that you had a real strong opinion of, of, of whenever the song was, yeah, was being written. Yeah, I just thought it just was just kept going on and on and on and on. <laughs> he and cut out three verses. Yeah. <laughs> Those got to go. And then it still was fucking long. Or... A bit, and it just, it was kind of, there wasn't anything on it. And so then we added the, the fast part uh, at the end, which, and then I got to where I just looked, I would uh, bear with the song uh, so I, I could have the reward at the end. But now I like playing the whole fucking thing. I like, I like how light it is. So whenever you were cutting those songs, were you, was your body trying to get rid of muscle at that time? Like, were you, um, how tired were you? Uh, oh, pretty, I'm always pretty. Trying to do a callback to. Uh, yeah. I'm always pretty damn tired. The wine. Yeah. Yeah. How, what was yeah. the wine level? The wine. What was the yeah. wine that got rid of the yeah. three? Fifty percent wine. Oh, that gas station wine and Modelo's. Yeah. It's out there if you're lit. listening. Uh, drugs and alcohol. <laughs> it does have a correlation with music. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think Destiny's 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 is good. Yeah. Bad angel. I wish we had Destiny because she's the real, just straight up angel. She's the mom. She'd be telling us right now, stomping our feet under the table. But is yeah. this the first recorded music with her as your drummer? We ha uh, well, this is yeah the first thing that we've done uh, like it would have been recorded and shown to people. Absolutely. Yeah. She's she's played more shows with us than any of our drummers put together okay. now. So That's she's yep. been here for for longer. Yeah. Um, but that was the first like professional recording, yes. And on this next album, it'll be it'll be all her. Yeah. Well, shout out to Destiny. Saw you're not feeling well. We wish you were here. What would she say if she was here about the song? Since I know you can't really <laughs> speak for her, oh, but what man. do you think she might be feeling you about? You go ahead. What do you think? Um, what the hell is happening? No, I think uh, she really she, likes how she. <laughs> no, that's uh, she, gets to show, wrong. she really gets Sorry, to show Hayden. off her like real jazzy. Uh, folky like influences. She's really good about like playing subtle and in the pocket. But when you get that that country blues kind of jive involved, it's real. It sounds almost she make she can make it she can make it sound R and B almost. It, 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 I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like she's she the best drummer I've ever played with, and she's also the most self critical Hands musician down. I've ever seen. Yeah, like, but um, that's what causes greatness, though, is being. 
critical on yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. People uh-huh. always in the beginning would be like, man, she's so badass. She's so stoic. Look at her looking. Uh, she just looks all, She just looks like this in the audience the whole time, she, or uh, off in the distance or whatever. And she was like, dude, I'm just really nervous. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I was like, huh. you need to get cocky, man. Yeah. She's, 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 she's too good. Uh, I was actually fucking uh, someone uh, at work was... I heard I could hear this guy someone at work. Whoa. I I fucking call. Hey, we might (laughs) have that out. Cut that. (laughs) They know. (laughs) know. But uh, oh, oh, yeah. But yeah, some guy was listening to the song at at work and uh, I could just hear it faintly and I couldn't tell what song it was. And but I could hear the drum more than anything. And I was like, I thought it was like a 50s kind of like rock. Oh, wait, this wasn't hard. This was hard to say. Yeah. And uh, I heard the drums. And I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. I wonder Destiny can do something like that. And then I listened a little closer and I was like, oh shit, that's our song. (laughs) (laughs) That's from uh, the fucking, the news. And yeah. uh, yeah. But she had a, she, she's only, she's really new to the drum kit. She was in marching band Mm. since like middle school and whatnot. But she only picked up a kit when we were like, we don't have a drummer and we have a gig in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, she's been you? playing drums so since she like bought this a kit summer. And yeah, but she, she had a transition drum, from marching band yeah. to wow. She's been in marching band. She was like what first chair and conductor. I have no idea. I, but this but, is his girlfriend. <laughs> but I barely uh, know her. Was up there. <laughs> she was at work with me one time. Things happened. <laughs> yeah, that's actually how we met. Yeah. too, was at work. Uh, that's, that's, she, ac- she actually was. Me and Jake talked her out of it yesterday when we walked her through the logistics of it and she looked it up and realized like it's really fucking expensive. Uh, she wants, she wanted to do, go and do this, um, marching drum school, uh, yeah, band deal. Uh, it's like DCIs or something. That's I don't know what it is. It's a real elite, but, um, like almost Olympian, I guess, level of marching yeah. band shit, but, but it cuts off at 24. Mm. Yes. And we were like, you can't leave us. Please don't God, please don't leave. Yeah. I was like, never mind. <laughs> so, so, so she's wanting to. So the timeline's running out. Is that what you're saying? Like, she, there's an age cutoff. She can do that. Mm-hmm. She's my age. Yeah, okay. she, she only got so long before. She can For some it. reason, Davis, I thought you were gonna say about when you were talking about the investment or the or the cost or whatever. I was like, I was picturing like. Or just adding on and adding on to the kit till it goes all the way around. <laughs> that was what she can do now because it was like twenty four hundred dollars for just to audition for this thing. I think, and she, I guess she didn't, uh, she didn't know that yet. And we we're when she looked it up, she's like, "Oh yeah, okay, fuck that." I'm sorry. No, no, you absolutely. No, I need to stop. Well, no, I was just saying. We, we uh, I'm glad we brought Destiny in to, at least yeah. to talk about her for a little bit. But the song, guys, Texas Hold'em. What's your favorite part, Hayden? Me, um, the part where nobody plays but me at the <laughs> intro, that's a pretty cool part. That's a pretty cool part. That's. A- <laughs> Do you have any parts that include your fellow bandmates that you find interesting? <laughs> I got this Mexican harmonica I can play on that song. Not the harmonica. To no, no. Play on it. You're not it a fan. sounds so dope. No, the... Uh, uh, we the most but recent part. My favorite part of that song. There's a, a breakdown we added before the, uh, which we kind of like put it all together because we were like, how are we just gonna go from slow to fast? So we kind of put like just a bum 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 yeah. bum, you know, type thing, and uh, it worked really well. I like that part. And at first, I was real iffy about it. So then his girlfriend's a, drums is what he's saying. <laughs> no, but then I heard <laughs> if a it's recording not my favorite part, of it's my girlfriend's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the uh, Vanguard, there was a recording of it, and it hit the breakdown, and it like, boom, boom. And I was like, oh, it hits real hard right there. I like that. 
Shout out Vanguard. Um, Vanguard. Vanguard great. fucking rocks. There you go. So Shout out Vanguard. Hell yeah. Oh, that, was, that was crazy. I never thought ever I'd ever be allowed back in there, let alone yeah. play there. He shit his pants. Yeah. Okay. We're going. <laughs> Davis, you want, you want to get into it? <laughs> well, okay. So, yeah. Um, I was drunk and uh, should not have um, tried to make it all the way to Vanguard. Uh Got there, didn't make it all the way there. Shit my pants as I was trying to go up into the bathroom that was locked. And I have white pants on, so I had to go to Target and get a pair of um, black pants. Did you walk in there with the shitty pants? What the fuck do you think I'm going to walk in there in my <laughs> shitty like, underwear? Right. But no, yeah, so I walked in there in my shitty ass white pants, and I yeah. went and bought a pair of black pants. And then I'm in the checkout line. I see a friend from high school with her mom, and I was like, "They're like, oh hey, how's it going? What's going on?" I'm like, something smells oh, funny. God. I'm like, yeah, backing up against the candy, like, please God. But anyways, yeah, now I made it back to the venue, and my our friends, shout out to the Gales, uh, Ramsey Thornton and Kent Huddleston. Uh, they ha- they got a folk band, and they're musicians around here. They're opening up for Justin Towns Earl uh, at the Vanguard that day, and. Uh, Dude, he when he uh, when he played, he was insane. By the way, too, Just, Justin Towns Earl, he's one of my favorite musicians, um, named after probably one of my top favorite musicians. And uh, he died like three months later, and uh, I was just so thankful I got to see him right then. And then to go and play that same place, I was just oh my god, it was like a dream. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thankful they got pictures because I wouldn't have believed it at all. That story started out about uh, an accident and some pants, and then it got real. <laughs> hey, shit in your pants is a real thing. It yeah. oh, yeah. happens. So for you folks at home, if you want to grow up and be a rock star like these guys, don't wear white pants. That's what we just now <laughs> Yeah, learned. and yeah. don't drink and, and drive. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of good advice for the for the folks. Yeah, uh, we're out here. We're don't shit your pants. We're out here don't to drink and drive. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Jacob, what was your favorite song of uh, part of Texas Hold'em? Um, lately, it's been uh, trying to figure out like how to have like two, three note little uh, tags or little phrases in between, uh, like switching the chords because there's no like lead guitar part, so you kind uh, you kind of just have to invent one, or there's no like solo rather. And uh, but then I also fucking love. Like I said at the end, whenever we go into hyperdrive, but I also like at the beginning, uh, just doing it. It's like seeing how delicate I can go with the opening chord, you know. But yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Davis, uh, what's your favorite part of the song? Probably Hayden's bass line. Really? Yeah, and my and my non-existent harmonica, but. That's that's for so that the argument. the harmonica got cut. <laughs> yeah, it never there, really if, made it. I just, if it didn't get cut, there'd be I'll a harmonica on every then. song. We could make a death metal song, and Dave would be like, "But check out this harmonica part I have for it." <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we call it. It's when he, he tries to be the Jimi Hendrix of the harmonica. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we call it, he'll try Jimi Hendrix the harmonica. Yeah. So when we have the competition for the amp, yeah, which that Jake may or may not happen because he knows I'll kick his ass. Mm-hmm. I, we got to hear some Jimmy Hendrix harmonica. Amp. Jake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to regret right. saying what? that. You don't compete. <laughs> with who? Me? Oh, with each other? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you got to challenge him. You got to get aggressive. Huh? Oh, yeah. It's getting real uncomfortable but, here, guys. Uh, I, I don't know what we're competing good. over because this is my amp. <laughs> I just want to hear uh, Jimmy Hendrix harmonica. Hey, so uh, producer Brandon's always great at just handing me stuff right in the middle of talking. And he said something about... Uh, a term, Joklahoma punks. Or is that, oh, is that right? Is, is that, what am I saying right? 
Joe Oklahoma puns. Joe Oklahoma. Tell me, tell me about that. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave is learning about hashtags right now, and uh, he he likes to to make up hashtags, and they're great. And that what you're supposed to do? No, there's hashtags that you you follow. You know what I mean? Like you post. You can also create them too, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you could, but it's 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 just stupid to do. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. It's getting getting uncomfortable again. Reads, they rebuilt it. They re- he took the, the the parts out of different harmonicas and put it back in here. Will Wild, <laughs> if he would have just left that harmonica playing the same exact fucking way, do you think I would be able to fucking sound like Jimi Hendrix on this thing? No, probably no. not. It's hashtag much. Jimi Hendrix so harmonica. You go create your own Dave, hashtag. I don't think hashtag go create your own harmonica. Yeah. Hashtag Oklahoma. Hashtag Jimi Hendrix harmonica. Hashtag. Uh, let's put a Mexican harmonica solo. Uh, say no uh, to drugs. Solo and rhythm section. And don't wear white pants. Yeah. Don't wear white <laughs> Don't shoot your And band. don't drink and drive. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, I told that story at Vanguard, and we got a video. Uh, my, my, our friend Monty, I, uh, I was winding tor- down on my rambling, as I'll do, not know where to go with it. And I was like, I guess that means, uh, you know, don't do too much of anything. And our friend Monty goes... Don't shoot your pants. And oh, Jake's yeah, like, one, funny. two, three, four. Yeah, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, don't shoot yeah. your pants. That would be a good one. That is a good one. That was funny. All right, guys. What else do we need to know about Texas Hold'em? Uh, what What did I fail to ask? What needs? What do the people need to hear about Texas Hold'em? The song. It's like, Maybe. it's 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 an interest because, I mean, we have a little bit of a following now. Uh, and I think we're primarily known as like a hard driving, uh, you know, rock and roll outfit. Uh, and this one offers shows a little bit showcases kind of a, another side to us. I think it shows a lot of our influences too, and the lyrics like um, I think kind of help you know tell the story of uh, uh, the unsung heroes who don't really get seen a whole lot. You know, maybe like uh, single fathers and uh, well, you can listen to the song. I won't spoil it, but Hayden, what what, did, what are we missing? Oh shit. Um... What are we missing? Mm, influence. Influences of the song. Or is that a later segment? Um, <laughs> I don't know what the song's influence was. So when I was, I think I was, re- okay, so when I went to, I went to college for music for like a year, and then uh, the financial aid didn't work out and whatnot. But uh, I learned a classical piece when I was in there because I told my guitar teacher who was supposed to be teaching me classical and, and jazz, I was like, can we do like metal? And he was like, well, no, but um, he showed me some like evil, like sound like some like old school, like Dracula castles. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? Just evil sounding classical. You hear like, like those old war movies and whatnot. And so I guess I was really just trying to think of like the classical when I was making that, that I learned back in back there. But hashtag Dracula. Dracula. Castle. It is Dracula cool. Castle. He's actually like a real genius. <laughs> and I'm not trying to float his boat. Float but like uh, he, uh, so he listened to that bass line like it's a real just three chord happy progression A D E but then he's coming in with these minor bass solo of transitions like just carrying it it's almost like this little happy little ship that is the 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 song and then Hayden's got this like dark ocean underneath like go back and listen to that bass line it's it's minor as, as hell I I, I still I'm coming up with different ways to sing alongside it because it, it just offers so much. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, Jacob, I don't think we heard anything about your influences for this particular song. Uh, my influence? Well, when I play uh, with uh, my open G slide guitar, uh, Gretsch, that got um, 
uh, it's really hard not to uh, to uh, have to show the fingerprints of Keith Richards, my favorite guitar player yeah. of all time, just because he's so known for the tuning uh, uh, or for playing in the tuning. And so, uh, actually, that he took from all the blues musicians we listened to. Yeah, that he learned from Blind um, Willie Johnson. Uh, he learned. Well, that's a different Robert story. Johnson. But yeah, uh, uh, there's also yeah a lot of deep older school blues, of course, too. Muddy Waters, uh, and um, and then yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a country element. A lot. Uh, uh, what's that one guy? Oh, Ryan Bingham. Reminds me of Rock Ryan, Ryan Bingham. Yeah. Oh, right. That's what Ry Cooter uh, taught Keith Richards Open G. Really? And then he learned it from Jesse Ed Davis, who's from Oklahoma. History teacher Jake here. Hey, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, there's several, several people, but, you know, I always got to praise Keith anytime I got an opportunity to. Well, that was, it was great to hear Texas Hold'em with you guys talk about it a little bit. Uh, Well, I'm I'm guessing that's going to be on the new album, right? Yep. And and that's going to come out. Late December, early, early January. January. Yeah, we don't have an exact Hopefully. date lined up. We're recording it like the 15th, 16th, and 17th, I think. And then just whenever it gets In like done, two weeks. Really yeah. as soon as, you know what I mean? As soon as we can. Awesome. Um, All right, guys. Well, thank you so much uh, for listening to Texas Hold'em with us and, and talking about it. And um, yeah, let's get into some influences. Uh, do you want to take a break? Do you guys want to break? Do you want to push through? How I much have time to do we have on the... You can't say that. You want to take a break? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. How about this? We'll fake. take a break. One here in Tulsa, the one, it was across from Woodland Hills Mall. Uh, and then I moved to Dallas and I ran two different ones in Plano. Mm. Oh, so and where then, my dad lives. In Plano? Yeah. And then uh, right at the end, I, I, I worked at Greenville and Lover's Lane. I don't know how familiar you are, but we had a stage in the back. And so bands would come in and they would... Um, They'd come in and they would play like a live song or a small set, like three songs or something. And then they would, we would do like autograph signings and stuff afterwards. Mm. But it was with big band. Like we had Rob Zombie there. God damn. Yeah, dude. Like it was crazy. Like, yeah, like it was crazy stuff like that. But um, anyway, I. uh, He's from Texas, isn't he? I don't know. I think he's. I don't know, man. He's a goddamn genius. Yeah, he, I love Rob Zombie. He loves his Rob Zombie movies too. and his music. I love everything that man creates. Yeah, there's Except a for that one cartoon he did. I don't know what the hell. He did. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, there was a lot of stuff. Like I don't know if you guys know who Bowling for Soup is, but they oh hell yeah, they had a, a, a release party there. And uh, are you kidding? Do me? you guys know Drowning Pool? They didn't last yes. very long. Yes, I do. But they had their CD release party at my store. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that, dude. the singer used to um, when he performed live, he had this shovel and he'd hit the ground when they did bodies <laughs> like that song. But the bodies hit the floor. They, he like, and so the stage has like, oh, I mean, the store doesn't even exist anymore. But our stage had um, dings in it because of him hitting it with that shovel. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, that'd be cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, I just hit this. Can you still hear me? Okay, I'm sorry. Bowling for Soup. I like that cover they did. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood for that movie, <laughs> yeah. uh, that werewolf movie. Yeah. I just love werewolves. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been into music forever. But just this year, I've I bought a couple records, like actual records, and. Uh, I had a couple records before I even had a record player, like you were just talking yeah. about. And so, like, now I've been collecting them. And so I'm always, like, I'm, I always want to talk about that. I'm like, because it's so cool to, like, listen. I don't know. It reminds me of, uh, like, why I like to go to concerts. Like, they're not, yeah. like, they're not always the same. Um, you feel the music. That's like, how I was You about feel to say, it yeah. through the amps and stuff. And for something yeah. about listening to records, it's just taking me back where I'm like, 
I could feel the music coming out of there. And even if there's a pop or a crackle, that imperfection oh, is fine. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It feels warm like a fire almost. Yeah. And I like that. I like just the fact you can hold it and feel and see the picture. I didn't have... Are we rolling? To you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, real. Ha- I didn't have a, a record player ever. My sister did. And I would always like... We have very similar music tastes. And I would always just go get records and give them to her, give them to Jake, and, or, or just hold on to them. Yeah. And my girlfriend, Tavi, finally got, uh, she got me a uh, record player for the first time. And uh, all the Hank Williams um, see, uh, discography. That's so and, awesome. And, dude, it sounds so crazy. It sounds so different. And what I really like is you could slow, well, I don't know if you're supposed to, but you could slow them down and <laughs> stuff, know, you yeah. know? <laughs> and, like, really actually, like, break down, like, what they're doing yeah. and whatnot. I mean, I guess you could do that on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But, like, something about just, like, having that, like director's knob, you know. I don't no. know. Jason Isbell said that's why, uh, like, guitar players aren't as good as they used to be in the sixties and seventies because you had to listen more intently uh, with the vinyl because uh, the only way you could learn it was fucking have to rewind it. Oh yeah. yeah, huh? And so you'd have to listen like a lot. I knew Muddy Waters cried for the first time because he'd never heard his voice before, and then they, uh, Alan Lomax, went out there to record him on Plantation in Mississippi and. Uh, played it back for him. And he was like, "That's what that's what I sound like," and that's crazy because like I always have like try to record myself regardless of how much like you know you hate your voice when you hear at least I do when I hear it back recorded, and uh, I try to do it just so I can try to get better and know what I'm doing. And uh, damn, dude, I don't know though. I mean, if it's a privilege or a curse because he didn't have that and he sounds fucking he's amazing. I yeah, that's awesome. Do we need to wait for a producer, Brandon, to get back, or do you guys want to get into some of these questions? That's a y'all question. Just get it. Just go. Just go for it. Okay. The the yeah. It is going down, folks. Right. Uh, so I, I just ask a couple of these questions just because we didn't get to, but just you know, like I didn't even ask you guys uh, background of the band, how it formed. You guys want to talk about that stuff or skip that question? Is that um, does it need to be in here, or do people already know it? I think we talked about it actually a little bit I kind of got into it when I first met them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just run through these. uh, Describe your music style to someone's never heard you. You guys want to get into that? Yeah, that's a fun one, (laughs) actually. Blues, funk, punk, uh, I guess country as well. So, yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier is like um, the genres. Yeah, the genres I really like, like Jake and Dave don't really like as much as I do. Well, Jake a little less. Jake's a little more. But, um, and like the stuff that Dave plays, I'm like, Dave, what the fuck are you playing me right now? Like, I, this is weird. <laughs> right. And like the same with him. So like, we all have incredibly different influences. Um, so we kind of just have to mesh them together in a way where if we all like it, we're like, hey, it's probably a decent song. It's yeah. probably not unlistenable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, we have like more unique influences, uh, or like different influences than I've ever heard like other bands. That's what's crazy to me yeah. is like I think what brought us together is our our want to perform. Like I think yeah. most people get together because they're like uh, Rolling Stones. Like they're like, oh, you like the blues? You like the blues? I like the blues. Let's make a blues band. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's like if I would have came out of the gates, I don't even know if he probably figured it out and said like you. I, I, my my two biggest like in, my two biggest so- uh, genres on Spotify last year were sea shanties and slave spirituals and he would have been like yeah we're not going to be in a band together <laughs> but like i don't know i guess we all got thick skin and we really want to get it done and we see that in each other and although you know we'll be out each other's throats healthily for the most part you know 
we we push through it and get and and end up coming out with something yeah, like he yeah. said that we all really like and once we all know that we can get it there we think that I don't know. We're ready to record. I think we're ready to record. Like with my defendant, I listen to that and I hear a blues song. Hayden listens to it and he hears a punk song. So it's my like, defendant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. See, I think I, I should sing that like a George Jones style because like it's, I think it's a country song. But yeah. So maybe we just do a couple. Like Jacob, what are your influences? Uh, my biggest influences have to be, uh, of course, the Rolling Stones, uh, uh, John Prine. Uh, um, Eric Clapton is another uh, huge one. Of course, Hendrix, uh, Leonard Skinner as well. But um, with songwriting, uh, definitely people like John Prine, Towns Van Zandt, uh, Guy Clark, uh, like a lot of like more obscure country singer-songwriters. And uh, not that I try to emulate that, but just how what they do with words uh, speaks to me a lot. And... Uh, but musically, yeah, uh, it's pretty rooted in rock and roll and blues. Yeah. Hayden, what about you? Okay, so, like, <laughs> I have a few different topics for mine, I guess. So, like, bass playing-wise, like, the technique and everything like that, Les Claypool from Primus, mm. I always look at him and I'm like, yeah. like, makes me mad that I can't do that. <laughs> so I, like, want to practice more. It makes people like Victor Wooten that are like that, too, where I'm just like, man, how did you do that? But then there's like uh, just like overall feel and whatnot. I love hardcore punk. Like the uh, the Sex Pistols is a big one. Um, the Suicidal Tendencies recently has been huge for me. Um, and then there's there's uh, just like the structuring of songs. They are that the Arctic Monkeys love their recordings and their atmosphere. And I can list that was my most listened to artist this year. I believe was the Arctic Monkeys, and they have been forever. Just because the atmosphere of it, I love it so much. That's awesome. Da uh, Davis, I know you, you said a, a few, and then you actually, whenever you were saying that, uh, whatever those two genres were, oh, were yeah. is that real? Or oh, yeah, no, that's that, real. That's real. That's, yeah. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> real. genres are spirituals oh and sea shanties. And, that's you. Uh, that's your genres for 2023? That was 2022. Well, what are you on to 2023? Um, <laughs> I didn't look at the genre specifically, but I think my top five artists were straight blues. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so? I kind of ask formally, like influences. But Davis, what are your influences? Um, I think uh, Howlin' Wolf has been two years in a row. I don't know. I'm not gonna go on Spotify. What they tell me my influences are, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I think like uh, I try to emulate. I did try to emulate a lot of people um, growing up, and still to this day. Uh, when I was younger, uh, Jim Morrison was like the reason I thought you could pull off being a front man. I didn't, I never yeah. thought like, I, I still like beg to play guitar. Cause I'm like, what? No one wants to watch me just stand there and sing, you know? Uh, and they're like, they really don't want to watch you play guitar. <laughs> 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 but, um, Is that anyways. how you compromise with harmonica? Yeah. I try, I try, I try. Sadly. To so, yeah. Yeah, the, what were we saying earlier? Electric, uh, Jimi Hendrix harmonica. Oh yeah. The Jimi Hendrix of harmonica. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I, I was obsessed with uh, Jim Morrison who also really liked Howlin' Wolf, and so I got into that and um, just kept going back further. And I, I'm, Hank Williams is my favorite songwriter. Uh, Towns Van Zant, my I named my dog after Towns. Uh, my girlfriend's dog, she moved in next door on accident. Well, she bent it, but happened to move in next door. And then we became, we met each other and became boyfriend and girlfriend. So it was kind of a miracle. And her dog's name's Blaze. And in real life, Blaze Foley, 
and Towns Van Zant were best friends. My dog's name's Towns. <laughs> hey, dog's name's Blake. Anyways, how cool? Robert Johnson, Blind Willie McTell, is probably my favorite singer. Mm, I don't know. I could go on and on and on probably about it, but I forgot to mention Parliament Funkadelic. Red That's my Belly. second favorite band. Um, wow. Yeah, I love them. You guys are definitely eclectic. It's it's yeah. an interesting that yeah. these inter- <laughs> these these musical interests come together in one band. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, we I, I we I I'm trying to go through some of these prepared questions, and I know we just we talked earlier about some uh, white pants story um, that might <laughs> might have been this, but what's the craziest thing that's ever happened at one of your shows? At one of our shows? Yeah. The oh my goodness. Okay, the shrine. The second time we went. The shout out we, to the shrine. We had um, yeah. Uh, we had one band play before us. They were so good. If I could remember their name, I would totally shout them out right now. Chris and Brave. No, they 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 all's fair. All's fair might have been it. Um, but and we went on after. And our first song, we like the intro to the first song. Like Dave just started singing the first song of our set, and this this older woman, Cynthia just, was her name. And we were, oh, yeah. That's yeah. how you know you're doing a good job, right? We were like, whoa. And we were like, I watched a lady me. named Cynthia, too. And I was like, Cynthia was flashing us at our concert. She was like, I, it was not me, guys. I, yeah, I just remember like just trying to play the song right still while looking at Dave. Like, we were just like, what? what? There's pictures of us both. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I remember looking up here. I was like, wow, we just got, I saw some titties. I <laughs> show I'm playing. Oh, old lady. That was crazy. Do you guys have a different. Uh, Answer to that question about the craziest oh, thing in the show. Yeah, I do. A fucking uh, there was this one time uh, uh, we Stig, not Stigler. Where was that? Uh, hold on, you'll know the town immediately once I say it. Mustang Ranch. Uh, no, no, that sucked too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we went to we got asked uh, to a, a charity deal. Uh, I didn't know. It was char- yeah, Salisaw. I didn't know it was charity at the time. I thought I was going to get some money. And uh, so person. I showed up there, or I, I get there, and everyone there is so fucked up. And this is coming from me, like, too. Like, I'm saying, they, they were so fucking gone. And uh, this weird ass uh, resort, uh, and the deal was for uh, it was uh, the charity for people that I learned once I got there, it was for survivors of sexual assault. And they had. Uh, just they would hand you menus of drugs, and it was all like these hallucinogens, which you know I'm sure has like a therapeutic deal uh, associated with it. But fucking, uh, but yeah, just not what I was expecting to walk in there too. Yeah, and uh, and, and then there was this weird menus, fucking pool. They had his menus when we walked in. Pool in the yeah. middle of it. That was like so a swimming pool. Little, tiny yes, little little not pool. shoot pool. There was no, swim. no stage yeah. swimming pool. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're just uh, tripping their asses off. <laughs> oh, dude, there's I got a bad no joke. order. No one knew who the fuck was supposed to go on or up oh, or yeah. anything. Chaos. This, this one band, this one band goes up. Then their lead singer comes on with, uh, and starts playing and uh, kept going and going. Everyone was loving it, and uh, mm. but they were like. Uh, I think Vic wants to keep going and like they're just in this weird like psychotic yeah. state of not being able to like step on each other's toes or have any order or just like get some <laughs> control. I was like, hey, they're like, so what do you want? I don't know. I was like, hey, Vic, you think we could play our set and you can get back up there? She's like, oh, yeah, sure. So oh, we went yeah, up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then that one guy, uh, we've mentioned his name already, but I'm not We should mention that Chris. Uh, Chris Bocock and Balls is great. Do you know Chris Bocock and Balls? Bocock wow. balls, the gamp, <laughs> aka is, my spirit like, animal, mohawk. Oh, but 
Oh yeah, the hardest no, rock that guy that was playing with them. Face Earth. He's at uh, all of our concerts, every single one. Like, uh, and he's at oh, all yeah. of any concert he, in Tulsa. You'll see him there. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, bub. Go ahead. <laughs> um, oh yeah, he just played like one chord the whole time for like forty minutes. He was just, da, da, da. Yeah, he was. He was smiling. Like That's the downside cat. of drugs, uh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was my joke. Uh, I was trying to figure out if I was going to say bad jokes to the bad <laughs> jokes or not. But uh, you know, having a swimming pool right now oh, gives a new uh, what like a new term of stage diving, different kind of oh, stage oh, diving. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even think about that. Actually, you know <laughs> what I did? I started swimming, and then Jake fucking pantses me in front of everybody. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm like singing some tripping. like Irish folk song to the bar. And they're all looking at me, and I thought I was doing a good job. And like Jake fucking pantses me, and dude, like it was cold too. And I was like, man, I felt. Sick. And I didn't know he was on ecstasy at the time. Yeah, but which may or may not have done. doesn't help. Cut that. Until well, okay, well, let's just. Anyways, Jake is an animal. All right, Davis, I I didn't ask you this question exactly um, outright, but what do you think was the craziest thing that's ever happened at one of you guys' shows? Mm. My brain keeps saying just like being able to play fucking Vanguard is the craziest fucking thing yeah. that's ever happened at one of our shows, just to be able to say that. My mom still bitches about the ticket prices, but I was like, dude, that's pretty cra- crazy. Like, I mean, I don't believe tickets should be that expensive, but like anyways... Um, we had a, we had a wall fall down one time. Yeah, we rocked the wall down one time. Yes, um, <laughs> rock so hard you think. Oh, one, the oh, wall. actually, one time we were at PJ's and oh, uh, yeah. and uh, we were playing like a four hour set, and this asshole, Todd. No, <laughs> y'all can bleep these names who, out if y'all want to later with on. Prostitutes, by but the way. I suggest you don't. <laughs> Because he needs to get hear it, but anyways, he was a dick, and uh, he didn't even show up. He shows up at the end. He starts uh, hating because that's I mean he's mad and he's like that guy's an asshole. And I was like I don't even know what's going on. So I walked over to him, Todd, and I was like, Hey, uh, what's going on? I think you upset my bases. He's like, Well, tell me he needs to button his fucking shirt. It's a million dollar establishment or whatnot. And I was like, Hayden, come here, man. And uh, he still had his shirt unbuttoned, but he, I was, like, trying to introduce him, and he's like, no, I'm not shaking his... Uh, he wouldn't even look at him or whatnot, and Hayden just, like, walks away. And uh, I told him that was rude and whatnot, and uh, what have you. And uh, he was, like, starting to threaten me and his friend, and they are trying to kick me out or whatnot. And I was like, uh, you ain't gonna, you're not going to kick me out? I'll fucking just leave, motherfucker. And I started just throwing yeah. shit As on. I'm behind him picking up what he's talking about. <laughs> Literally out the door. On the way out. Fuck that motherfucker. But sorry. Sorry to the waitresses, Beth Quinlan. You guys have been a fantastic guest. Thank you so much for coming out for the first podcast. I'm going to ask you each one last question. And you can choose between two. So, Jacob, I'm going to start with you. You can either tell me what you listened to on the drive over today, or you can tell me if you've ever had a religious experience listening to music. Um. Yes. Uh I listened to the OSU game on the way over, so, but, uh, you can answer both. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, fucking, um, uh, religious experience. Yeah. There music. was this one time, uh, I was flying to, I was dating this awful lady one time and she was in France on like a study abroad deal. And so I, I went there, uh, to see her and, uh, 
uh, I was on like a really high dosage of uh, THC gummies and my flight kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. So it was like night whenever we left uh, uh, Tulsa and I'm really stoned and uh, we're flying up and uh, uh, I was listening to uh, like, can't you hear me knocking <laughs> or something like some stone song. And uh, uh, it just seen the Tulsa fucking uh, from the air with all the lights yeah. and stuff. Uh, I was like, I don't care if this plane crashes right now. And I just remember I was like completely serious. I was like, I don't care if this plane crashes right now. I'm ready for for whatever uh, because this is so fucking awesome to see this right now. Yeah, that's the only thing I've ever had like uh, something approaching like a, a religious experience. Yeah, that's a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing. Hayden, I'm going to go same to you. you. You can answer both. But last question. Um, what did you listen to on the drive over today or and or have you ever had a religious experience with music? Um, on the way over here, I was listening to Big Truck by Coal Chamber. Um, and then before that, it was I Feel Alive by the Viagra Boys. I've been getting into them a lot recently. People keep comparing them to us and people compare us to all kinds of stuff that I'm like, but we've gotten a lot of comparisons to that hmm. band, so I was like, I'm going to listen to it, and they're pretty good. But um, And then Religious Experience, listening to a song? <sighs> uh, no. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. All right, Davis, last, song, or last question for you. Uh, drive over, Religious Experience, or both? Um, feel like on the drive over, the last song actually I was playing coming up here was Andre Williams' Bacon Fat. It's an old, old blues song. And um, I come in here, go look upstairs at the studio, and uh, Brandon's got bacon going on. And I was like, oh, dude, that's a sign. You know what I mean? <laughs> was he cooking bacon? Smell like bacon. Smell like bacon in bacon. the house? All right. They gave us some bacon. cookies. Where's the bacon at? Yeah. <laughs> what? When the fuck Thanks for the cookies, bacon? but yeah. where's the bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Um, religious experience, um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I guess if I, if I can't say off the top of my head, then I won't. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, music mo moves me uh, thoroughly. I, I, I saw this uh, thing, and it said, uh, if you ever get, like, cold chills on your neck and your hair stands up on your arm from music alone, that it's supposedly this is, might not be true. Uh, but it, it, it supposedly is a condition that only affects like a not too many people, and it's like causes you to really like empathize and sympathize uh, with shit that's not supposed to like actually, you know, matter or whatnot. But as far as surviving and whatnot, but I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> well, hey, even you know, it could be fake news, but even if it's not, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling. Yeah. So music gives. Me, me hard all time and gives me cold chills at the same time <laughs> well i thank you guys so much for coming out uh today thank you for being our first guest on the podcast um it's a thank bad joke everyone well thanks thank you so much <laughs> thank this you. is awesome really appreciate it thank you guys it was great thank you isaiah you. for running these boards back isaiah here. producer brandon thank you brandon man i keep telling him to pop his face in here because he is just so good looking i'm not just saying that <laughs> brandon is a beautiful those. man He's gonna. He's, I think he's gonna build the mythos. But y'all, one day, tune in. Maybe if you're six ever episode, lucky enough, six episodes, he might show you. <laughs> Brandon, little feet action or something. All right, guys, that was the bad jokes. Thank you so much. Thank you very Thank much, you. Jason. <laughs>